Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick with all students of Bill Walsh. Hi hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show. Tonight, I am joined by Gareth Ellis. Hello. And Paul Hope. Hello. Unfortunately, we had to bench Lee. Uh, I think he was a little bit too heated. Uh, he needed a bit of a time away after that epic round a couple, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Um, no, oh, it's a joke. He's, he's gone on holiday. Uh, I hope he enjoys it. I hope he has a good time. Doesn't drink too much. Not going to happen. Uh, but we're, we're going to crack on and we're going to have a look at the upcoming 49er game return to football um, against the Colts. Um, I have lost a page for the over and there it is. Uh, so we are actually favorites, surprisingly, uh, despite us, I think, playing pretty bad <laughs> in the past three weeks. Uh, with a four-point uh, margin and the over-under is 43. So guys, who wants to uh, plunge in after the bye or were rested with a very bold prediction or maybe not so bold? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll, uh, I can leap in after the rent- uh, bye week. Um, right. Yeah, looking forward to the game. It did strike me two things. It's week seven already. How I don't quite know how that's happened. Um, and we've got football every weekend from now for the rest of the year, uh, at the very least. So that's uh, that's been pleasing me. Um, Sunday night's game at home in possibly some really, really bad weather. Um, I'm not going to encourage many people to stay up with this, but I think it's going to be a 16-10 Niners win. Oh, nice. OK. Well, what do you think? I like it, Gareth. Um, like Gareth said, prime time Sunday night, mm. everybody. The 49er Faithful UK, that means at 1.20am start. Thankfully, I'm off on Monday, Gareth, so I, I will be joining you. I think I'm a glutton for punishment, staying up for all these late games. I think it's going to be another nail-biter, Nadji. I think the way we play, you know, last 15 games, 10 have been one-score games. And I, I believe it's gone right down last second. But I'm obviously no surprise to everyone at home. I'm going to 49ers win, but I'm going for a 24 to 23 win in prime time in the Red 94 throwbacks. Oh, 5 a.m. nerves. That's that's really hard to stomach sometimes. All right. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. I think I'm, I can agree with you guys. I think especially with the news of the weather being horrendous, I think it's not going to help. You know. Uh, passing the ball, which we're struggling anyway. So I think it's going to be a close one. Um, but I think uh, I've, I think it's going to be less points as well, but uh, not that close. I think it's going to be a 21 uh, to 14 win uh, for the Niners. Uh, this is well, I think, and I hope. I think we, you know, and we can get into analysis now. Um, I think we're rested. We're, you know, basically had two weeks to prepare for this game, and. Um, and I think our flaws, despite being kind of very annoying and very, uh, I think boys riled up quite a bit of people on Twitter and us and Lee <laughs> and everybody. I think all of those mistakes and everything that we've done wrong have been fairly easy, quick fix. We could we could have implemented already. So I'm I'm hopeful we'll see a you know a team with a bit more identity and uh, it should show hopefully on 
on Sunday night. Um, where should we start? Offense, defense? You guys got a preference? How do you want to attack this? Uh, offense, then, since you said we'll attack it. Yeah, sure, let's go for it. Right, Gareth, yeah. what do you think we need to do to win this game? I think that it's it's the offensive identity, and it's Shanahan's got to prove that he can fix some of the uh, the, the lack of rhythm. I think that's been the fundamental thing. We've we've made the odd play here and there, and and it's difficult necessarily to pick out some of the some of the skill players who are necessarily playing poorly. It's it's putting it all together, and I hope the bye weeks come at a good time for us to do that. Uh, we, as you said, we've got plenty of time to prepare the. Colts haven't had the bye week. They've got to travel to the other side of the country. Uh, it's. I'm hoping we can just see uh, a much better improvement uh, across the offense. I think it's the Colts are slightly odd that their pass defense is terrible, but their run defense is excellent. I think they're either top three on the run defense and sort of bottom three on the pass defense. Would have been a good game to perhaps get Jimmy throwing a bit and a bit of confidence, other than the fact that, uh, yeah, the weather forecast looks like it could could seriously uh, uh, impact on this game with some with some atrocious weather. Um, so it may well be back to to mud bowl that that game against Washington in 2019. I think we're kind of set up good for that. Uh, the guys really seem to enjoy playing that mud bowl game. Uh, you've got to expect them to be be fired up for this, and and I think bluntly the bottom line is is if our offense can't move the ball after a bye week at home against a you know a two and four team, then we may all need to reevaluate our uh, bold predictions from the beginning of the season because uh, slipping to two and four uh, and another home game um, is is not going to be somewhere we want to be. But I'm I'm confident. We can we can come out of this uh, with a win, uh, set us up, get us a bit of confidence for the next game against the Bears, get another win, and then things are looking a lot better than they were at the beginning of the bye week. What about you, Paul? Offense? What are, what are you expecting? No, like, like you said, Gareth. I mean, obviously the Sunday night perfect storm is brewing, isn't it? And I'm not just talking about the weather. Kyle Shanahan <laughs> has had a lot of criticism, like Nadji said, Lee. And his epic rant. I think that was the most downloaded episode we've had. And I think this week, Kyle needs to get back to, like you said, Gareth, our identity. What is this year's 49ers team all about? We know that he likes to run the ball, Shanahan. He's done it. His success has been running the ball. We need him this week to show us who he is. It's a big week mm-hmm. for Kyle Shanahan. He needs to dust off that red Shanna hat. He needs to get that whacked on for prime time. He needs to get into his bag of tricks. Like you've said, Gareth, the game's going to be a muddy mess. It's going to be a slugfest in the trenches. Now, if we come away with a 9-0 victory, like we did against Washington, and I still have painful memories of that game because it was an awful game to watch. At least it was a decent-timed game. It wasn't a 1am primetime game. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I want to see Mitchell. I want to see the running back. Like you said, Gareth, we don't know if Jimmy is 100% fit. It's likely to be Jimmy under centre because Trey hasn't practised. Yeah. And like you said, Gareth, we need we need Jimmy to kind of get into that rhythm a little bit. We were talking just before we started that the um, the Colts struggling in their secondary. They've just lost their Julian Blackman yeah. the season. Um, and like you said, Gareth, they're really good against the run. They're very poor against the pass. And as 49er fans were saying, you're thinking, oh, could it not be the other way around? <laughs> well documented yeah. our problems. We've got Debo Samuel. Can I get the ball a bit more? 
got no George. But interestingly, I know we're talking offense, but I watched an interview with Warner just before we come on. And he stood there talking like the locker room is still the same. We've still got that championship mentality. Yes, we're coming into the game. Two and three. We've lost three in a row. He says, but we could be sat here four and one, five and oh. It's the NFL. A couple of inches here, a couple of inches there. And I like that bullish. He wasn't coming out. He wasn't blaming anyone. And I'm just excited. I get this every week. Gets to Friday night. I finish work. And I think, right, like you said there, Gareth, seven weeks into the season already. We don't get much football in the the UK, flying by. But you did make me happy with your football for the rest of the year. Not mm. sure the other half, so I'll agree with you, Gareth. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah, your I mean, thoughts? I think you? I think you guys touch on a couple of points that I I agree. First first things first is Jimmy saying what what Jimmy's going to be like. Um, a rested, hopefully fully fit, um, but also with now a legitimate threat to his career for us and, and this season. I think now we've seen Trey, um, you know, was able to kind of move the ball a little bit and almost was very close to uh, win the game on against the Cardinals. I think maybe Jimmy's his play is going to be a bit different. Maybe, I know it's going to be maybe a slugfest and passing the ball is not going to be the easiest thing to do, but you, you can't not do it, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, also these guys have got gloves that are sticky as, as anything I've ever seen. So you just have to change them often enough when they get too wet. But um, I want to see what, you know, Jimmy under pressure is like now, because, because he is, it, if he doesn't ball out now this week and, He's lucky that Trey isn't practicing and he's hurt a little bit. Um, but I think if he doesn't ball out now and against the Bears, Trey will start as soon as he's come back in fit. So are we going to see a Jimmy with a bit of, you know, a bit more passion, a bit more risk-taking, which is he's never really done? And, I, you know, the picks he throws isn't risk-taking. It's just poor throws. It's completely different. Is he going to maybe try and go for the 75-yard Debo? Because... He's heard all the critics and all the people around the league showing that replay over and over. And maybe he wants in on that. Um, so I, I have good hopes because I think he is a competitor and he's going to want to be number one for sure for the rest of the year because he's playing for a contract somewhere next year or maybe even you know at the trade deadline. There's a lot of rumors. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of teams that could lose their starting quarterback and Baker Mayfield might be out. You know, this, um, so... You know, putting good film on, you know, good film on in front of everybody and good good football is is good for him. Is good for us. So, uh, so there's that. Do you guys think Jimmy's gonna bowl more? Or do you think we're just gonna see good old Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Paul? Yeah, Paul. Well, I think uh, yeah, Trey's Gareth. I remember, <laughs> I, I was in the Jimmy <laughs> fan club. Neil Watson is running that mm-hmm. show at the moment. Um, <laughs> I think you're right what you said. Like I said at the start, Nancy, big week for Kyle Shanahan. So when Jimmy first traded, he sat for a couple of weeks and Kyle put together a bit of a shortened playbook. And he had those five games, which was well documented. And we thought, wow, we've got our quarterback of the future. You said, bye week. I'm hopeful that Kyle has sat down and he's done his game plan around Jimmy. And I, I like you said, I hope he kind of challenges that competitor in him. Because I do think remember when Jimmy had that interview a couple of weeks ago and he said, I, I just, the players that I called, I play. And like mm. you said, Nadji, hopefully there's that 
thing inside him. I can throw the ball down deep. This is my team. What better way, like you said, to play for his future, to win this week, win next week. And like Gareth said, two wins in a row, the momentum's building. You think, oh, do we need Trey Lance to play? This is Jimmy's team. And that goes back to what we said at the start. Gareth touched upon it. What's our identity? 2019, we all rode the coattails. None of us, apart from Brian Davis, called Super Bowl run that year. And every week we came in and we scraped by and we got a win and then the momentum built and the momentum built. And then we thought, wow, this is going to be a special season. Like Gareth said, we lose this one. You're suddenly reevaluating the whole season. You lose this one. You go two and four. Then the Bears come next week and you think, oh, you know, they are coming into it with a bit of momentum. So I think Jimmy, like you said, is going to be hopefully off the leash a little bit. He's got nothing to lose in my eyes. He comes back and he balls out. Brilliant. If he doesn't, Trey Lance comes back in. But I think Kyle definitely needs to help his quarterback this week. What about you, Gareth? What's your views on Jimmy G and the Colts? Oh, you know, in... I don't think Jimmy's attitude or approach to the game or, or competitiveness has, has ever been a problem. I, I don't know that there's there's that much that you need to kind of light a fire under him to get to get stuff done. It's 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 his execution and decision making that that lets him down badly at least once or once or twice a game. So I'm not sure that having a, a different approach to the game is is going to help, and particularly a, a bad weather game. What I want to see from Jimmy in this sort of game, if indeed it is terrible, um, is protecting the ball and just executing the offence, making uh, making good decisions or at least avoding the bad ones. Um, and and as as he said, he he said, I just do the plays that are uh, that Shanahan uh, dials up for him, um, and Shanahan doesn't dial up more than a couple of deep balls for for Jimmy in in any one game, it seems. So I don't think his his attitude is is the problem. Um, I I know he's fighting for for potentially uh, another contract, but I'm not sure. Given given his sort of injury history and, and the performance history in the past, this is coming back from an injury. It's going to be the game to do it. I would expect him to potentially, if we've got sort of favourable weather up against the Bears, uh, maybe open it in up in Chicago. Or maybe not. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying there, Gareth. Like I said, I think like this game for for Jimmy, you hate the term game manager, but if he can manage this game on Sunday, yeah. like you've said, you know, hand the ball off properly. I was just meaning more put the team on his back and be the leader we need him to be. Yeah, it's, that's what that's what I was talking about. Rather than yeah. I, you, I agree totally with what you said. There is no question on his attitude, and we've been very supportive on this show of Jimmy. We just no, but we've we've also never win. we've never seen him on the hot seat this much. Now that you know, because if trade come on against the Cards and and stung the joint, then you would still be safe and know that it's his job. But Trey played well, I think, and he knows that, and I think everybody agrees that played uh, trade played pretty well and could have won us the game you know he was an inch away from scoring the touchdown um so i just i don't know what what kind of jimmy is with you know a fire under his butt has they say and uh and so but i'm hoping because because we all know he's such a competitor and he's he wants to win and there's no question about that maybe maybe that unlocks something into him that we've never seen before and and it'll turn into the the guy who we want him to be, or people, you know, have always raved about having, you know, this guy that just takes shots and plays 
carelessly but also smartly you know so i'm that's so i'm open for um i will definitely have a look at, at that the other thing you guys talked about and i think it's uh, yeah very important yeah. well hasty's back that's that's big i think so we've got M- mitchell hasty and sermon in the backfield um do you guys think we can run on on the foe <laughs> because because there's that we we Buckner is coming back home almost, isn't it? Um, that's going to hurt seeing him in that blue or white jersey, whatever that rock. Um, but we're going to have to run on him. Do you think we, we can do that? Yeah, I mean, they do have a good run defence. Yeah. Um, they've obviously potentially played some some teams that don't necessarily have a have a good running, running game themselves. Uh, and that stuff we want to see in, in, the, in the poor weather game. We've got three running backs... And we're supposed to have an offensive line that excels at the run game. Let's pull them left, right, all over the place. Uh, the, the run defense, I think, is based on oh, around Buckner and, and the defensive line. If if Mitchell can get the speed and get round it, yeah. then particularly in wet weather, difficult to tackle in the open field, we, we can get some yardage there. Uh, and I think we've got to keep those guys guys fresh, got to keep them running to the sidelines, drying themselves off a, a little bit to, to make sure they keep up with the ball security. But I think we've we've got those three running backs who who can do that. Uh, and I think that's something we've we've got to try uh, and establish early. And it, and it wears down the defence as well, even if it's not going. We, we found this in previous years. We'd pound away, pulling them left and right and wear down that defensive line and eventually you find the gaps and we've seen it before particularly with Mostert if you find the gaps we've got the guys who, who can pop that three four yard run uh, and turn it into a 60 yard run uh, in a blink of an eye so yeah. I, I expect that to happen uh, I expect it to be the short game the screen passes that sort of thing um, purely purely because of the weather and it's maybe it's not a bad thing to to Ease Jimmy back in, give him a good game, give him where he can he can complete those passes, where he can avoid this, those mistakes, um, and avoid having to do perhaps too much on a on a potentially, you know, but still soft or, or injured leg. So yeah, yeah I mean, I'm expecting the, the, a good one. Good, because I mean, the, you know, if if we go by what they played already, uh, the Titans ran for 180 yards on them. So well, I don't think they're you know completely good at it uh i think them losing julian blackman is massive because yes he's a a safety is primarily designed to uh, play the pass but he's also a very good tackler and a box safety so that hurts there's also another name we haven't mentioned on their defense and that's darius leonard who according to him is the best linebacker in the league we 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 all know that's fred um but he's, he's very good indeed um so paul do you think you know we can go around because I think yeah, if you're right going around Buckner isn't that hard to do all you have to do is run outside the problem is then you have to try and beat Darius Leonard who's, who's a guy that plays a little bit like Fred sideline to sideline and has speed and is a very intelligent player so I'll see things coming before they develop so um, do you think we can exploit the, the lack of you know um, safety helps and all that and, and keep you know, Leonard in check. I don't think Kittle's playing, which would help. But No, but like Gareth said there, you know, Bucknett, it's been his revenge game. He's going to be fired up. There's going to be no two bones about it. Buckner's gone up against Mark and Brunskill, even if Trent is fit, which coming into the pod tonight, he's still day-to-day. 
which obviously if Trent Williams can't play, then is it Jalen Miller? Is it the rookie be next yeah. in? And then you think, oh, is Kyle going to dial something up? Like you said, is he going to, like Gareth said, these running backs, we drafted them for a reason. I watched the Browns game, a bit of the Browns game last night. The Ernest Jones, he was the hot pickup in all the fantasy leagues this week. He looked <laughs> yeah. brilliant. That's what, I, and I was watching back this morning the full highlights. And I thought that's what Kyle Shanahan used to be known for: picking up yeah. any running back, plugging them in, and running the gaps, like Gareth said. So Fred, first, you know, Fred Warner is obviously the best in the league. Can't was actually I'll agree with you, but I, I, I'm confident. I, Maybe he's naively enough as a 49er fan. I always approach the games as a fan. I think we're going to win. I don't watch too much of the opposition. Uh, I, I watched a little bit preparing for tonight. I just think that Kittle might be a big miss, but Dwelly, he's always done well when he's come in. Dwelly against, I think I'm going to pronounce his name, their safety will be Sen- Sendro, Andrew Sendro. Sendejo, yeah. Backup versus backup. You know, George Although he's, he's hurt as well, he's not he's not practicing. He's concussed or he's limited, so he might not play. Um, but and like you said, like it's one of those weird week seven games. The weather's going to be bad. There's injuries for both teams, and ironically, we haven't touched upon Carson Wentz last time we went up well, against yeah, him. Let's talk defense now. If 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 we're done talking on our offense, their defense, we can over. Yeah, because, I mean, to be honest, for me, the first standout is Warner versus Jonathan Taylor. Because yeah. like what Gareth said, I think the Colts are going to come into it with a similar game plan. There's going to be a lot of screen passes. And I think if Wentz is under pressure, and I think DeMarco's going to get to Wentz, the pressure's going to be get Borsa to Wentz. I think they're going to be doing the screen passes. And I think Fred is going to have his hands full with Jonathan Taylor because he's looked brilliant this year for them. Um He's got, what, 472 yards this season, 5.4 yards a carry, got five touchdowns. I know it was only the Texans, and I say that loosely, but he got 145 yards against them. So he's coming in the game very bullish. Where do we think is going to be on defence other than Warner? Is there anyone else that you're looking forward to the matchup, Nadji? I mean, I'm, I'm going to use what Gareth always says, but I think it's going to be one and lost in the trenches. I think if, if our D-line can you know, do his job and contain everything, keep everything in front of them. Um, I think it'll it'll make obviously everybody's life a lot easier behind and, and I don't think they have much of a passing game. I know Petman is a is a good second year player, he, you know, but I'm not sure the chemistry is quite there with Wentz yet. Um I don't think um what's his name is playing. Uh Hilton will be playing. He's he's been out of practice so that's that's something like a rideable tar- target that they'll miss, Mister. You know, third down, you just you know where they're going and you know he's gonna catch it. It looks like that best tight end isn't gonna play. Um, I don't know. I just they've obviously got a very good O line. Um, you know, despite losing that Notre Dame guy, I forget his name now. Um, but I, yeah, it's gonna be in the trenches. Do you agree, Gareth? Yeah, I mean. Uh... The weather aside, it's it's going to be a trench game. Um, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll disagree slightly with Paul. I I actually enjoyed that uh, game in Washington in the in the Mud Bowl. Um, I thought that was it was uh, interesting to see which team adapted uh, well. Perhaps it's not not a great spectacle spectacle, but I I enjoyed that game. Um, and maybe it'll be the be the same on Sunday. I think for from what you said, I, I want I still want to see more from Armstead. He's he's been He's been okay, but he's he's the guy we 
kept over Butnuck, and he's the guy who perhaps Nick Bosa aside, he earns what the rest of the defensive line do. Uh, it's it's difficult to put it all on one guy, but he he's got to be that guy because he's being paid like he's that guy, and and he's got to start making more of an impact rather than just being you know good. He's he's got to start being very good. Uh, hopefully this is a this is a game where we can prove that against a, a good offensive line and and be disruptive. Um, start getting sack, tackles for loss, that sort of thing. Uh, and takeaways. I don't quite know where they're coming from, but we've had one interception. Surely, uh, you know, perhaps a poor weather game is is one where it may or may not be easier to get that. So I think your your uh, your man, Nadji, Jimmy Ward, hasn't had an interception in five years. Um, <laughs> it about, it's about time. Um, K. Will Williams, I think, will be back. That, yeah, he's back, that, yeah. That could be good. He seems to be one of those key components on third down that yeah. you you don't really know what he's doing, but you notice him when he's not there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so he's he's going to be back. That and and we can get a Carson Wentz. He he has been playing well, but he's he's not that player that he was in the in the the year that the Eagles uh, won the Super Bowl without him. Um, <laughs> he, we can still get at him, and he can and he can still be error error prone. And it seemed, certainly from what I saw against the the Texans, it was basically a load of chunk plays. He he went downfield uh, and and hit open receivers with ni- nice throws. I don't know that he's going to be able to do that in in the the potentially atrocious weather on the, on Sunday. So yeah, but takeaways. I think the the Colts have been good at getting them. We haven't. We haven't been getting the bounce with the fumbles. We've been forcing them, and they've just been bouncing straight back up into into yeah. opponents' hands, and and that's got to change. Um, and particularly on a wet, slippery field, uh, I want to see our defense get after that ball, um, and and that's where we we can win the game, win in the trenches, and win that time of possession. When it's difficult for offenses to move the ball in bad weather, it's going to be the offense who has the ball longer or has more drives. Uh, who's simply got that that better chance of of getting points on the board. But I don't think the defence needs to do much different than it has been doing because it's undoubtedly been the only reason we've we've been in games, I think the last two or three, where uh, individual performances aside, I I don't really think I can fault anything that the defence has done over our three losses. No, you're right. You're right. I think... um... Our defense has been dominant. Um, you know, you look at what we've managed to do against Arizona. Um, holding them to 17 points was, I think, probably the best game our defense played in quite some time. Um, and it's just happened that our offense couldn't score more than 17, which, you know, is <laughs> kind of annoying. But you're right. I think we need to kind of make, make something happen. If our offense isn't ticking, isn't humming... Uh, if our defense can, you know, get a, get a couple of picks, get a, a fumble, um, and, and score themselves, because it's not just about turning the ball over, but it, uh, bring it all the way back to the house, would would maybe help. And I think I think Paul, you're right um, when you say, uh, Gareth, sorry, you're right when you say Armstead needs to step up. I, I agree, but also I think he needs to step up not not to have all those flashy plays and making tackle for losses and sacks and all that, but just to draw more double teams. So people have to uh, to go one-on-one or put a tight end on, on Bosa and Ford um, because th- I think that will have more impact. And I think Bosa could definitely have a big game 
on Sunday. Uh, we'll all remember him sliding about 50 yards in Washington on his belly. Um, and I think he could he could go back to that kind of mentality and have some fun and, and get after Wentz and, and maybe f- cause a couple of fumble uh, and recover them uh, if we have a little bit of luck, uh, which w- would be about time uh, that it's swapped to us. Um, because he's going against... Chris Reed, uh, who's replacing Quentin Nelson, is is a guy I was missing earlier. Um, so he's he's going against a second, you know, second string left tackle. Um, I expect him to win every single snap on that. So uh, so that and then yeah, I'm looking forward to to the Darius Leonard versus Fred Warner kind of debate and and if Fred can maybe get a pick, a pick six or something, um, and then shut this conversation for good and prove that he's the best by far. Uh, that that would be quite nice. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think Jimmy Ward's gonna get a pick. That's, <laughs> that's just not gonna happen. You'd be the first to celebrate, though, Nadji. Oh, absolutely! I will celebrate it and uh, uh, very be very happy that he has one interception in six years of play as a Niner when he gets cut next year. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think you're both right, and I think like what Gareth has said there, the defense can't fault them. I would like to see maybe a few gambles and probably they haven't done that because the Mm. way the offence has been playing. Like you've both said there, it's not just about forcing the turnover, it's about a spark, maybe it's a pick six or a fumble recovery or... um, Has any of you got any update on Kinlaw? Because wasn't he struggling with an injury? Yeah, Um, so his knee is still bothering him, I think. I think it's... He's not not practising at all uh, as of uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So we're obviously recording this... uh, What is it? Thursday Friday night today. Friday night, yeah. So we'll we'll have an update later. It usually drops at about 11, 12. um, Sometimes a bit later. Um, But I think it's just something that's just going to linger all season, unfortunately. One of those injuries that's not bad enough to take time off but that's all right to play on and it's just going to be sore and he'll probably have that looked at in the off season i think he came into the league with knee problems anyway um you know i and we can go back to <laughs> talking about all of those draft picks we've done on players that might have been slightly more injury prone than we should have taken but yeah, um, let's hope he plays, yeah, uh, because Maurice Hurst... I mean, Maurice Hurst had played really, really well when he came back. Um, but I think uh, we're expecting a little bit more from a first-rounder. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's his second year now. He, he should be yeah. getting his feet under him. And may, maybe the injury has... Uh, Doesn't help, yeah. ...holding him down. But, yeah, yeah he's, he's he's got to gotta start showing he's worth that, that 14 overall pick. I hope he does. No, yeah, hopeful. I hope he does too. Hope he does too. Right. So, anybody got any else? Anything else they want to touch on? Um, I haven't heard anything about Robbie Gould. I hope he's doing all right. Um, I'm not sure. I hope he's playing because having a having a good kicker in that kind of condition is kind of important. I think. I think. Wasn't he uh, wasn't he put on the IR so he won't be back oh, for a couple of weeks? Right? Okay. I, th- I think. Yeah, it'll be. Obviously, yeah, how we signed another right, yeah. for the roster. So. So he's on um, IR. Oh dear, I, didn't, I missed that bit. Joel. I missed that bit. Joy, is it Joy Slit, the the ex Panthers? We Joy signed Sly, him, didn't we? Yeah, Sly. Sly, so he'll be playing. Yeah, um, might, might not be the night for field goals. So, no, might not be. Might not be the night for uh, extra points either. But mm. I think that bodes well for us because Kyle has been shown this year that 
he's been going for it on fourth downs and he's been mm-hmm. trying. That's so it might be that comes into play. Um, yeah. I also chuckled when the Bills Titans game the other night and Josh Allen didn't get the quarterback sneak, and I thought oh, yeah. Jimmy G would have got that. Jim, Jimmy's good at the quarterback <laughs> sneak, um, <laughs> and it just goes to show you though, doesn't it? We all love the NFL. We love this game. And inches. I didn't honestly think the Titans would beat the Bills, and it came down to that matter of inches. They get that quad, they get that four from one. Oh, but even the though just the, yeah, the the run on the sideline, he's he's out of bounds. Uh, he's out of bounds down, and the ball is about an inch away and, from the first down, isn't it? And then that's that's game over. Yeah, and like you said, we, we we're sat here now two and three. We could be five and all. And yeah, yeah. we just, also could be zero oh and five. Uh, it's you know that's the yeah. that's it. That's, that's what this this. This league is amazing. It's um, and that's why you know hot techs are, are usually very dangerous. Um, although everybody obviously does it because we're we're fans. That's what that's what we do. Um, but yeah, it's you know I th- again I'm I'm just gonna call it for it every week until it happens. I I just want a nice comfortable win where I mean I will be watching it in the morning so. I won't sweat till well, 5 a.m. Funny but... you should say that, Najee. The last time, the la- it's been nearly 12 months since the 49ers won a game by more than one score when we oh, beat well. the Patriots last year in October. Wow. When, uh, like I said, out of our last 15 games, 10 have been one score. We do not get easy games, Najee. That's no, why we we're don't. all frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be like my, my biggest colleague. beef with, uh, <laughs> with Kyle. <laughs> Enough. I was putting the... <laughs> It's like I was putting me out of office on today. My colleague's like, oh, half term next week. Is that why you're off? It's like, I'm off on Monday because the Niners are on prime time. My colleague was like, why do you stay up and watch it? I was like, why wouldn't I stay up and watch it? But that's what we do. Like you said, we're fans. We're not experts. We come on. We do our pod. We think, right, the Niners are going to win. I've tailored my expectations with the 24-23, but I would prefer an easier game like you, Nadji. But I don't think it's going to happen, I'm afraid, mate. Well, let's, so if we're done talking about everything, let's let's go to this new part of the of the show that I've just invented about ten minutes ago before we recorded, <laughs> uh, using the fact that Lee's not here to uh, to to go crazy. But um, <laughs> if anybody wants to uh, swap their prediction or temper it, change it a little bit, and Gareth, do you, I can't even remember what you predicted, so uh, so you could completely lie. But um, what do you think? Sixteen ten, I think was was my prediction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, partly that's uh, clearly it's weather, weather yeah. related. But uh, one of my season predictions um, right back at, in September was that we would we would hold some teams to ten points or less. So I think this is one of the chances to to do it. So I, I'm not going to change my prediction. Okay. Um, one, one thing that we we rarely, if ever, talk about um is special teams and i think it's going to be potentially one of those games where we're both going to struggle to uh move the ball which means lots of punts which means lots of people trying to catch punts in horrible weather um uh, and getting that hard ball bouncing off their uh chest plates so i just hope it's not us but i could see that swinging the game in effect punt um, either recovered, covered, or, or giving an absurdly short field, something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that could be the difference. Um, but there we are. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to my uh, uh, mud bowl slugfest uh, win. But I, I, I think we're we're set up to win those sort of games. Yeah, we are. That's true. We Paul, are. So, have you um, 
Do you you feeling a little bit more confident? Do you want to put an, an extra few points between that? <laughs> you put, what did you say? 24-23, was it? 24-23. I went for an absolute nail-biter. I'm loving that you've changed it up. You're just testing whether Lee's actually listening. Now he's on his yeah, holidays, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what you're doing. It. <laughs> giving the fans something what they want, because you know, we haven't got the Lee rant. No, I think I would prefer... A game like Gareth with the score, or a game like yourselves, I'll keep my score the same purely because I want to be wrong. Um, and like I said, I would love an easier game. But I think if I say it's going to be a nail biter, sods law is it's going to be we win easy. So that's my logic behind it. But I do like that you've added your own touch to the show. I think Lee will be impressed. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, I I'm starting. You know, I get a chance to start. I think I'll, uh, I need to try and make my mark on the game and. <laughs> not that I want the starting job to be fair, <laughs> because it's nerve-wracking as per usual. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my score too. I, uh, I can't remember what I said. Twenty twenty-one fourteen, I think I said. I'll keep my score too. But I, every time we do this podcast and we talk, and people raise good points that I, you know, don't necessarily think about, or oh, this player is injured, or this, you know, um, my expectation. Uh, kind of shifts or changes slightly. That's why I, I used to prefer doing it at the end because most of the time I had no idea and then kind of like an idea of what the game could be forms in my head. Um, so I'll keep I'll keep twenty one fourteen, but I'll say that I think we'll be twenty twenty one seven up and they'll score a a touchdown in the fourth and with two minutes to go, or something like that, and, and it won't matter too much. We'll get the ball back and kneel and 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 go home. Wet and wet and happy. <laughs> well, well, if that's everything, thanks to everyone that listens to the show. Don't forget to, uh, first of all, give us some feedback either on Facebook or leave a comment wherever you listen to, on Apple Podcasts, on Podbeam, Google Podcasts, all of those. Uh, also, check out our YouTube channel, uh, which you can find by searching 49 Faithful UK. Uh, and then until next time, stay safe. Uh, ooh, wow, that was terrible. Stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. We love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students have built Washington.